This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Welcome to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again, aka Justin Gilmet, aka the Podfather of the OIW Podcasting Network, and a proud member of the Johnners Podcasting Network. And this week's guest is the one and only Tate Mayfairs. He is a UK wrestling champion all over there, and uh, he has been on Progress. He has been all over the UK, and he is absolutely fantastic and i think that you guys are going to really really love his uh, story just as as i did couple little things you know i gotta plug those uh, uh sponsors be before it be the the interview kicks in there guys go check out ghost jewels on instagram go and use gilmy g-u-i-l-m-y for 30 percent off at checkout and by doing that you do really help out and promote the show go check out shirtcasters and Ofenti cities two fantastic startup company companies there and if you are in london ontario sorry to my london england listeners i want you to go see go to check out doing fine kitchens one of my favorite restaurants in this uh, city and right now bats in the belfry art is doing a fundraiser for the people in the ukraine Go check that out. I don't have all the the information in front of me, but go to the website, batsinthebelfryart.com, and go check that out. I'm just going to make this quick and easy, guys, and I'll talk to you on the back half. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again, and I have a fantastic guest on the line right now, all the way from the United Kingdom, guys. He's out of London, I believe. It is your current Rumble Wrestling All-Nation Champion, and he's stolen and, and, and is in current possession of the SWW Open Weight Championship, the one, the only, Tate Mayfairs. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing very, very well. Thank you very much for having me on the show. And you're right, yes, uh, straight out of London, West London, to be precise, the better side of London. And um, I don't know if stealing is the right word when it comes to the open weight championship, because, you know, is it stealing if it if it truly belongs to you? You know, yeah. I'm the more honorable owner. So this is my take. Yeah. Well, that is a very interesting, interesting story, which we will be getting 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 into in just a a moment. One thing I do want to ask, where did your initial spark for the wrestling bug happen? uh i uh i got into it i was a kid when the attitude era was kicking off uh well, was in full swing so um i, I don't know it, it was just you know a young kid and and this whole crazy world in which you could escape to and you gotta imagine in england at the time um we're not quite as um all interconnected as we are these days with the internet this is before like the real big burst of the internet so not only was it this crazy um 
you know, world of, of giant men and larger than life characters and like obscene storylines and violence and fighting, but it was like over in America, it was this whole beautiful fantasy land, you know, in which I could escape to. I fell in love with it, with it there, you know? Oh yeah. Because I find it's either people are finding it a from watching it with their grandmothers, grandfathers, or just kind of happen, happen, a will, will happen across it. And it just, Flipping through through the channels, you see you see something, and it just grabbed your your attention, and then you're kind of hooked. I think actually, it's probably like the kids came into school going like, "Oh, have you heard of Stone Cold?" and like stunning each other. I was like, "Wait, what is this? What is this?" <laughs> and then there's Kane, and there's you know everything, and I'm just like, "Whoa, this is a bit of me." But I I actually my family we couldn't afford like sky tv which is what it was on it's like a premium channel over here in the uk we didn't have that uh and um and the other kids did so for me it was always even more like a mysterious behind closed door type of the thing because it's like i couldn't even watch it on the tv so i could only see it if i went around someone's house and it was on or if i went into the local shops like the wh smiths and the Woolworths, and i went to the magazine section and i like found the magazines and i'd like read them all in there or the video store or um, the toys section, you know, and it was just like small, like glimpse of a world that like existed. So I could bit by bit get consumed more and more and more of. Um, so I think even perhaps it like not being fully accessible to me from the get go, it added to that lure and, and and why i was so obsessive with it and, and stayed in love of it for such a long time well i love well i love hearing that because i find people fall they get into wrestling they fall out of wrestling and then refind it and then just kind of the intrigue always brings people back did they fall in and out of love with professional wrestling because I really don't know. Does the product not uh, continue to to uh, appeal for for them? Because I have ups ups and downs myself, and has that ever ever actually happened for uh, for for uh, you? Uh, yeah, you're right. It does seem to happen a lot with everyone, doesn't it? Um, people sort of go. You often hear people say casually in conversation, "Oh, I dipped out at that point. I wasn't I wasn't watching at that point, and then I came back." Um, no. I, I did. Yeah, 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 for sure. In fact, I even had it with performing in wrestling. So I actually started performing in wrestling uh, at 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, I guess from the age of six or seven, I fell in love with it. Uh, loved it all the way up to 14. Got into the business at 14, started training. Uh, and then and then for many reasons, we'll get into it later, perhaps or not. Yeah. But like at about 18 or so, um, I sort of fell away from the business in, in both aspects, uh, you know, uh, uh, as a performer and also, you know, just the whole thing a little bit. Um, and then um, then I came back back to it uh, about uh, four years ago. Oh, wow. And, and I think my my but my my uh, love for the wrestling crept in a bit before, obviously, naturally. And then it lured me back into the ring once again. Oh yeah. Because I find people, they see one clip online and then you go down the rabbit hole and you're like, Hmm, 
this a AEW or Ring of Honor or Progress or I'm also a UK fan of wrestling. Oh, <laughs> I love, hey man, I love the catch as catch catch can style. Don't know if I'm saying that right, but catch as catch can absolutely. There's some phenomenal uh, wrestlers and wrestling that has come out of the UK historically and. Mm-hmm. You know, even in the modern era as well, like we we have been blessed. I'm very, very proud of our professional wrestling heritage in this country. Oh, yeah. And let's just go well, well, with that, because my I'm a Canadian based show. And these guys, my listeners probably don't really know the history of British professional wrestling i have had a couple couple uk guys on but i don't think they truly understand how big it was way back way back when with uh i want to say all-star but i'm probably very yes. wrong very but, very but, wrong he <laughs> was running promoting a, a lot of those shows the name yeah. of the tv show was uh world of sport there we go um, uh, uh which was um yeah which was a you know tv show on the itv which was like you know one of your main channels at the time, there was only like three or four, and and it was yep. one of those, and 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 it was every Saturday. It was like prime time or Saturday afternoon. Um, you know, apparently the Queen was in attendance on a lot of them and watched the shows. Um, this is before my time. I'm like, oh yeah, born. yeah, yeah. I'm not that old. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, the guys they all made serious, serious money. It was superstars of the day. Um, what I've heard from other people is that they didn't necessarily like put that money back into it. Everyone was kind of just taking it and having the most of it. And I don't know for sure. That's what I heard. But eventually it uh, it did um, get taken off the TV. And then that sort of this massive like regression in, in attendance because it's not on TV, then the attendance drops. Um, yeah. But but yeah, um, Brian... Brian Dixon with the all-star stuff. I'm pretty sure he was promoting um, some of those shows. I'm pretty sure. I may be wrong. But... Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Um, once again, I don't live in Britain, so I try my best to keep to keep up on, uh, on his stuff. Like yourself, uh, he actually, uh, mutual mutual podcast, a friend, Michael Jolly, uh, recommended, and also guys go check out his show it's fantastic i uh, love it but also he recommended getting 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 you on because you are in 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 his words uh well exactly if i can recall you're an, an amazing guest and you're just fun <laughs> <laughs> brilliant oh, nice guy. well oh, yeah yeah thank you uh, uh i'll take that yep and I'll do one better. Did you know if you go on Google and you type in the greatest professional wrestler to ever walk planet Earth, the first thing you see is Tate Mayfair's. So. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and because, yeah, it is Tateness is is great oh, greatness, and I just I I just love that love that uh, that that little little saying. It's very very catchy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know, over lockdown, um, here's a little insight for you. Over lockdown, I was like just cutting promos. Just, just like, you know, we we couldn't get in the ring too much uh, here and there where it was allowed because there was times where we could sort mm-hmm. of 
our houses in times where we couldn't I was in uh, uh, a training unit and I was you know working on lots of stuff in the ring I was doing tape study I was you know, I never stopped for a second you know I was up early uh, working out and working out through the day and tape studying and like I say did the D one of the things I was doing was um, just cutting promos to camera like damn I need to tell these people what's what I need to make sure that when I have a fight they all come through the door and they all come to watch me and, and when I when I when I tell my opponents something that I, I hit them in a way that's going to make them doubt themselves a little bit and shaking their boots so I'm practicing my promos and and um, and then yeah it just it just come out of nowhere and I, cause I meant it and I knew it is the truth that takeness is greatness. And um, it was born out of lockdown. And it now <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. And living in Ontario, we're in lockdown every other month. So who knows, no. who, knows who knows anymore uh, right now? Yeah. We're do still. Know, do you know Vaughn Vertigo? Very much so. Yeah. Uh, he's been a guest on the show. Great dude. He's actually uh, given me a lot of advice with video, video editing and that kind of a, kind of a stuff. And yeah, uh, I know he's going over there and he's going to turn a lot of heads because he's a very, very talented guy. He's a great dude. Oh, yeah, yeah he is. And, and Brett, Brett Banks. Yep. Uh, they, they came over a couple of years ago before. Um, obviously, everything's pushed back now longer. Yeah, actually, yeah, Vaughn's uh, going back over in about a month. He is, he is. Yeah. They came over a couple of months, uh, sorry, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I put both of them up for a night at mine. Um, good dudes, had some great matches while they were here. And yeah, the, he's coming back out again. And I've I've helped him, uh, with put him in touch with a couple of promoters for a couple of dates he was missing. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to maybe catching up with him uh, again when he's over soon. Yeah, so. because, and speaking of on, if uh, to the UK listeners, Go check this guy out and go check out his uh, backyard pro series he did because that is just that just funny, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I still got my backyard pro tea somewhere around there. I don't know. But... <laughs> now I had him on to promote his show, help him out, and yeah, I bought a body body bought a shirt on him because off him because I love uh love so supporting people who do creative and endeavors but for my canadian listeners who do not do not know you and they very well should and they will very soon uh how 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 would you did would this did describe your wrestling style in the uh ring um well i'm a naturally charismatic guy and i use it to my advantage i like to uh i like to throw my opponents concentration and and um confidence off by uh by getting in their head a little bit so i i do this in terms of physicality so that is that is a part of my game plan may i show off and i make it look easy and i do good i do i just do good great wrestling and i make them know that i've done great wrestling and it always gets under their skin uh so which i love to do the fans don't always have my back but I do not care for the for the for the opinions of the of the meek in the audience. They do not bother me. I still get paid big, no matter what they think of me. So, anyway, that is that. And in terms of beating people up, um, I've got a boxing background. I come from a family of of bare knuckle boxers and 
and my father was a martial artist so but yeah so i have i have a boxing background i like to hit people in the face <laughs> i like to run my <laughs> and and um and i'm good at the grappling as well I'm, and i'm very agile so if you were to sort of kind of put it into three styles if you would you know i've told you about how my, i mentally approach a game a fight and in terms of the physicality a lot of agility and, and avoidance um and striking and grappling it's a technical brawler agile technical brawler let's say beauty and totally off 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 a topic question why are uk people absolutely insane and enjoy bare knuckle bare knuckle fighting there's boxing <laughs> mma gloves there's all sorts of things but no uk guys are like you know what we're going to make a sport about just punching you in the face as hard as we possibly can and then whoever falls down falls down loses yeah just... <laughs> i don't know i don't know the i can't answer that exactly for you <laughs> i guess you know it's just just bring it down to the to the realist it can get you know it's the same with rugby and, oh yeah and American yeah football. we're not wearing pads when we're playing rugby oh no what's um, the- i started doing as well was rugby when i was a Oh, yeah so. um yeah one of my cousins actually broke broke his back in the uh scrum he got oh, yeah yeah he's fine it just okay. everything everything's <laughs> good he was very very lucky and as they said uh they didn't stomp on his spine more than once the rest of them yes but just his spine only one time it's like hmm. okay um maybe that's a terrifying and game for you yeah <laughs> yeah um no he's a and he went back to playing after because he's nuts but yeah boy good on him (laughs) oh yeah uh different different very different style not as uh leading in but because anyone who hasn't watched a rugby game watch what the players how the players act when being injured and then watch a basketball game two totally <laughs> totally different things guys like yeah. i've i've seen rug, rugby players reset their noses on the sideline quick throw a piece of tape on it and then run back in it's like all right um you think i hear a lot oh canadians are tough and uh, tough and crazy no uk guys are tough and crazy because their sports are bare knuckle boxing uh rugby uh football because those guys Mm. see that's where you, the soccer as you yep. call it football no yep. they're they're they are way more wetter and prima donna than the basketball players i'll tell you that <laughs> all the other sports absolutely but don't give oh, yeah. the football players anything they don't deserve it. <laughs> oh yeah and well canadians have hockey but yeah see i think yeah. the canadians are like the english of america like from meeting all of them and, and, and the sports and the beers and it's very much seems like the british of america <laughs> it seems it's, like um, brothers over there i i've never not got along with somebody from from uh, england uk uh mm. all the different names for different things that i i'll forget one because I'm a Canadian boy. Um, I I know there's Ireland. Let me see. Uh, England, Ireland, Wales, and is there a fourth one? Yeah, yeah. In the best. That's the one I'm... Uh, I, 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 Scottish. Scotland. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. And it's 
two islands and i'm always con confused by that because canada is a huge country and it just keeps going like yeah and i think all of england can fit inside uh, lake victoria over there right so yep <laughs> <laughs> it's quite embarrassing for us but oh no uh, well well you did have like the greatest world 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 em empire for like 500 years or something so yeah yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, guys are doing a small island going out there and just taking everything <laughs> yeah that's yeah. not that's yeah, not that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, there's probably something to do with that but in regards back to that comment like um yeah. the so yeah my great my great uncles they was it was it was um in the mines so in the in they're actually from wales so the welsh mines they would have their own um uh like boxing leagues and um apparently then they would have gravel pits uh, or uh in the mines or have these like pits and that all the workers would like stand around the top and then the two fighters would go down into the pit and then they'll just scrap it out um bare knuckle and then he went they actually went on from that um and one particular one but a bunch of them my uncle great uncles they went on from that to then you know do it in other sort of setups organizations and then yep. go on for uh for some uh you know looking yeah. after some people's assets let's say yep <laughs> uh, but yeah it's um i don't know i i also grew up with 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 um you know martial arts films and, and boxing and oh yeah and, and doing martial arts myself and stuff like that i've always uh, enjoyed the physicality and the combat and that's why i love professional wrestling as well you know oh yeah because it's the uh as one of my friends calls it he combat theater because you're being stuntmen actors mm. um and it's all in one take there's no going back there's no doing it a second time it's either you get it right or you get that lovely, lo lovely EC, ECW chant if you, uh, <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you uh, mess up. And yes, I am an explicit sell show, but I'm not going to, uh, to uh, say it. And my listeners know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me. Oh, no, maybe tell me later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's, um, I, I don't repeat any chants on the show because, uh, about 80, 80, 80 episodes they ago now. Uh, I was doing and uh, talking with Tom epi ep episode with a, and uh, it's called the craft beer incident because right. instead of having my my regular four to five per, per uh, four to five percent mm. al alcohol, I misread the label and these were fifteen each and. Wow. So I'm just putting putting these back. They taste they taste the exact same. Um yeah. and then my yeah. I accidentally yes. got really really smashed on the on the show and then my co-host basically yelled at me and I kept doing uh stupid chants and one of my most <laughs> my most downloaded shows, believe it or not, but just oh, me being a complete hey, maybe you maybe you're on something. Maybe you need to do talking shop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that show is lovely. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would love to do talking, talking, talking shop one day. One day. Yeah. 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 Maybe. 
uh, yeah, maybe next uh, time I come on. Next time we'll get a couple of couple of beerskis. Oh yeah, uh, will not be the first time we've done cannabis talk. We've done couple couple at drunken drunken shows um, shows now, and those episodes have turned out really fun. Yeah, let's do a couple of tabs of acid and let's see where we go. <laughs> oh no, uh, it's no longer the '90s. I don't uh, do do the hard hard <laughs> stuff and and anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But back to uh, wrestling. Um, what has has been one of your your fav- favorite matches since you've uh, came 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 back? Mm, good point. Good question. Uh, do you know I've had I've been blessed enough to to wrestle um, some really top names, uh, Speedball and yep. Cowboy Jim Storm and. And, and Chris Brooks and, and many many others, um, but I think in terms of enjoyment, um, I did a uh, a British rounds match, which is like you know, like your UFC, we have the rounds. Uh, I know it's a traditional British match, but you actually don't really have it that often in the UK these days. But yeah, I did a rounds match. It was for a rounds title. Um, and it ended up going uh, all six rounds. And we ended up, it was tied. And then we ended up, I'm giving it away if anyone wanted to watch it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I won't say no more, but I, I, we, um, that was that was a real, real fun match for me because, you know, I got to be out there for such a long time and, and tell a really great story and really uh, do great wrestling, which I, I really enjoyed. So I think maybe that it was, if you want to look up, it's on my uh, YouTube. If you type in maybe Tate Mayfair's um, SOS British rounds rules match um, versus uh, yeah, it's against a guy called uh, Richie. So yeah, maybe, maybe that I just, just that it was enjoyable for that part. And, uh, recently as well, um, I'm, if you go on the WWE Network and type in my name, Tate Mayfairs, you'll find two matches. Um, but the most recent one, one of them was behind closed doors where there's no fans, which is, you know, really cool in its own right. Um, but the most recent one was at Sold Out Electric Ballroom against um, a British wrestling veteran who's been wrestling for 22 years in Dean Allmark. Um and that was fun to wrestle him as well. Oh, yeah, because Dean Olmark is awesome. He just is. I yeah. It just he's one of those guys I really want to want to want to want to sit down and just pick his pick his uh, pick his brain because mm. that would be really fun. Mm. Yeah. And now picking picking people's brains. Where mm. do you? What do you think about the modern wrestling climate? Is it are are you a, you a big fan of the way that modern modern re- wrestling is going, or or do you prefer the more more old school story story uh, storytelling base? Um, I do. I don't think that they need to be mutually exclusive, though. Uh, if I'm honest, I like it all. I, I've got to say. I can uh, like I watched uh, what was it the um, the Young Bucks versus uh, the Lucha Bros and they're in a cage. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was like you know 
I loved some of the things that they did. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was sick. Um, yeah. My my personal preference is is more like I also like is is more story story based and um, I love tape watching old old wrestling and I tape watch old wrestling and wrestling all over the world and stuff like that. Like for me, I love the whole thing. I, I prefer maybe I, I, yeah, I definitely lean more to the to the storytelling thing, but I don't think they need to be mutually exclusive at all. And if you watch me and you continue to watch me, you will see a combination of the both. And that is why I am the greatest professional wrestler to ever walk planet Earth. <laughs> all right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going, going to say this. That was awesome. I'm, I, I am a huge fan and just hearing you hearing, hearing you say that on, on the show made my week right there. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you for the space to be able to, 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 to speak my truth. You know, thank you. Oh, yeah. The Odyssey awaits in what honestly has to be a first for Gilmy Talks. Gilmy has a new anonymous sponsor who goes by the name The Matchmaker, who is the guy behind the intriguing new promotion out of t- Toronto, on- Ontario, New Frontier. Follow the New Frontier on Facebook for all the latest news, updates, and the matchmaker, plus upcoming events, streams, merchandise, and much, much more. One thing I I really, really want to ask, I am also a ring guy, not wearing them right now, but that beautiful red ring on your finger, is there yeah. a story, a story behind that? or? Uh, the story is, I saw it. And a lot. <laughs> 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 that's about that yeah, yeah. That's a, that's oh no that. no Ooh, what's that it's the eagle oh okay now back to uh the whole training starting to get in mm. in in north america somebody starting wrestling training at the age of 14 is unfathomable it's mm. um because I got a 15, 15 year old and for me just to get him to wake up for school, I can't imagine to have the personal drive to do anything for once a week, <laughs> twice a week, or just think about that. But how, when you started training, were you going, going a couple times a week? Were you going once a week or? Um, at the time it was, it was what the school ran once a week um and then there was shows on the weekend as well so um yeah it'd be my it'll be my whole weekend you know to do to do this um but yeah i I mean i was so obsessed with it and i was so determined to do it yeah i was already you know um at home and you know practicing taking bumps on the floorboards and like um you know working out like you know press ups and sit ups and and all of that uh like got a mini weight set at home doing all of this you know before even going there you're looking in the books i remember buying books uh, or looking at them in the library or whatever and i remember one of the books i had was something you know just a wrestling book and in the back there was um there was two things there was a wrestling vocabulary like glossary is it what you call it yep <laughs> where it's like telling you what the words meant all these in i was like oh my god this is great and then there was also a list of wrestling schools uh but it was an american book so it, so i was like looking at like i was like oh i'm gonna go when i'm old enough i'm gonna go to america and i'm gonna train it with the wild samoans and like <laughs> like 
looking up like oh triple h was trained by the uh by the was it uh the killer b um and so looking up you know where they trained and who i thought were i was you know had it so much in my mind and then the next thing uh i bought a magazine that was published in the uk called fighting spirit magazine and in there there was an advert for a wrestling school in london and i was like aha here we go so it was London's a big place though. Still an hour's drive, a hundred miles to get there oh, wow. because it was one side of London to the other. Uh, so it's two hour round trip, um, you know. Um, and I just like, thought, like begged and pleaded my parents, and yeah, I was in a wrestling ring, and I come. I was on a show. <laughs> And I complain about driving the 15, 15 minutes from one side of London, Ontario to the other side. Um, <laughs> but, and I will be honest though, we are getting roundabouts now, which is weird. I am not used, not, not used to those. We got like four in this uh, city now. They're becoming a North American thing. Oh, wow. I, you know, I didn't even know that that wasn't a thing. You don't want to go end up in, I tell you, you don't want to end up in Milton Keynes. <laughs> Milton Keynes in England is just roundabouts everywhere. You can't go two meters without getting on the roundabout. Oh, yeah. And it's just uh, because of you don't need stoplights if you have a, a roundabout, but it's great when they first put, put it up here. Every mm. single Canadian would come up, stop, look both ways. Uh, and then and then keep on keep on going every single person it's like i'm not pretty sure this isn't how it works guys it's the one way i tell you what it really plays in your mind when you then go to another country that drive on the other side of the road because and that happens especially when you live in the uk yep you get on the ferry to france and your car you come off the ferry you come drive out and you hit a roundabout and then you start driving around the roundabout the wrong way and people are going, sacre bleu, putain, putain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it gets real hairy. Oh, yeah, because... And also, um, just having British family come come over here and just... They're always nervous driving on the wrong side of the road, as they say. They're always holding on, on to something, going, I don't know about this. Um <laughs> <laughs> takes a while to adjust it really does oh yeah uh yeah it took him about two days before he realized we're not all well we are crazy but not that crazy um <laughs> now you did bring up earlier about when you were 18 and you decided to actually leave wrestling for a little bit yeah want to talk about why or yeah sure uh I mean, I always feel like I'm, I struggle to explain it properly because I guess there's a few moving parts, but um, I, let's go. I, 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 the school I originally started training at, it was not a great school in, in many ways in terms of what they could teach you wrestling wise and, you know, the person running it and like in, in the shows. Um, I mean, it was a good place to get your foot in the door and I would never... You know, I'll always love that, that I got my foot in the door and I learned how to do all the basics, like, from a young age. That has helped me massively. But in terms of everything else, it was not good. Um, uh, and so I then started training somewhere else. 
um, with a fantastic trainer named Barry Sharalumbas, who is responsible for training many stars who have gone on to great things on the independence and, and within WWE, um, to name a couple, uh, Danny Birch on NXT, who's now maybe moved on from it, uh, and Rockstar Spud. Oh, yeah. Drake Maverick. Um, yeah. So, and I trained with these guys, with Barry Sharalumbas as well at the time. Um so, so I was there. So I moved on to there, and I was my mind was being so expanded about everything you could learn about wrestling. It was bringing my wrestling game up a whole, whole another level. Um, but unfortunately, he he kind of ducked out of the business a little bit, and his wrestling company that he was running, SAS, um, ceased to exist. Um, and so I was kind of that was gone for me. You know what I mean? And I was only the other. The other wrestlers I knew were up the country, um, and the only other place I could go back to was this place that was not particularly good place to be at all. It was not. Um, so this was what the landscape became. Um, you know, the scene in the UK was not thriving at all. This was the dark ages. There was not. There was like you know, there was maybe only one, probably two wrestlers that were actually full time. Um, I'm mean, talking about like Doug and maybe Jody and Johnny, maybe Jody Flyers, Johnny Storm, uh, Doug Williams. Um, but but there was not very many shows at all, and these guys were, you know, and at the time the landscape of the U of wrestlers was you had to be massive and you had to be really tall, and, and I was like, oh, I don't see how this can go in anything i i i've got to go back to a, a bad place or move up the country on my own um and just work on you know i you know it, it was unclear what would what would become of it because there was there was no there was nothing happening there wasn't much happening you know yeah. at the same time as this i was i was playing in bands um and making music and getting into the whole party scene um and yeah i kind of, well truth be told i kind of got addicted to drugs i kind of did that and it all kind of over you know it all just it all Blended. just blended together all these multiple things happened mm -hmm. all at the same time you're turning 18 you know the drugs also ended up like got kicked out of my parents home mm -hmm. you know all of these things happened and it was a very turmoil sort of part of my life. Um, and I, I never chose to not be a part of wrestling. I always, you know, I always had it in my head, but it just, it just for whatever reason pulled away. And if anything, I think that this actually become this perfect storm because what ended up happening is I ended up, you know, Going for a roller coaster of a life with with drug addiction, with not be, having a home, with um, playing music and being on tour, um, and just experiencing many many things, traveling around the world and doing this this crazy life, and then overcoming all of those things, building myself up again as a human being, as an athlete and then coming back to the sport of professional wrestling. And I think that actually, well, I know that I've become a, 
much greater person for it. I have a deeper understanding of myself, of the world. Like I'm talking, I have literally, I, I have this thing that I say sometimes, and it's true. I have gone from rags to riches. I ate food out of bins to eating five-star dishes, which is true. I have, I have done this. I have uh, slept with the homeless. I have ate food out of the bins, and I have, I have gone to five-star hotels, and I've wined and dined with millionaires. This is legit truth. You can't make this up. It ain't a gimmick. You know, this is real life, and I have lived real life. And um, if anything, it, it empowers me even more because, you know, being in professional wrestling is such a roller coaster. Uh, being in entertainment in and itself is such a roller coaster. But I am guided by the idea that I can act as um, someone to inspire other people that may be going through a tough time, that they may be able to live vicariously through my character in Tate Mayfair's, um, a guy who is full of self-confidence or they, they can be inspired by my personal story of how um, I had a dream uh, my life went in multiple different ways and I picked myself back up I, I evolved and I came back and I achieved my dream from childhood so I don't know I've gone on a, on a tangent there but I, I hope there's a lot of value there for anyone listening hey man that's I hope I'll be honest that's fucking awesome and yeah, it just, I love hearing success stories. I really do. Um, and thank you so much for sharing that, man. Really. No, thank you. So I think we all do. We all do yeah. success stories, don't we? And it's great, you know, so, so this is important. <laughs> it's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Um, as a guy who truth be told um i should be the last guy with a podcast on the planet having a speech impediment uh missing a part of his tongue having a very distinct way of speaking um i should but i did it and now i'm i don't like to pat myself on the back i am one of the top wrestling podcasters in canada right now and and I don't like to talk about numbers on the show, but I love doing this show. And these are the moments that make every little fucking issue I have with the show, whether it's cancellations or having to reschedule or, oh, no, the Wi-Fi is not working or this. All those headaches are moments like that are the reason I truly do this, do the show, because I do the show for the audience and I do the show for myself to have fun. Mm. And every so often it gets a little real, which is awesome. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Pleasure. thank you for giving me the platform, man. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. And, and I will say as well is like your voice is super cool. Like it's really. <laughs> and I think that whatever you may have thought before of like, Oh, maybe I can't, or what, someone else who may be in a similar position may think like, it adds to your superpower because if because it because it's unique and it makes it so much more interesting and and more enjoyable to listen to. So, hell, it all power to you. You Thanks. you're a great. Thanks, man. And I am, as I like to say, I'm one of a kind, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> you are. Absolutely. Now, now, since you've been very 
generous with your time. And before we do the Gomi Talks at 10, where can people find you on social media? Because if you are not following this guy, guys, what is wrong with you? Follow wrong him. With you. Yeah, yeah. Mel. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, it's real simple. Uh, it is Tate Mayfairs. T-A-T-E-M-A-Y-F-A-I-R-S. Yeah, you know, I always get scared that I spell it wrong. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I'm saying it out loud, Tate Mayfairs, and you'll see the name written on the thing yep. as well. And it's yeah. on that for everything. So it's it's YouTube, it's Instagram, it's Twitter, it's TikTok, it's Facebook, it's Clubhouse, it's... Yeah, it's... Hands on. I got them all, all up right there, so... <clears throat> oh, and tatemayfairs.com, you can get my... Uh, eight by 10 uh, posters. There's one up, there's more coming. And my t-shirts, there's several designs up. There's more coming. Uh, and we ship worldwide, baby. So yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you Canadian guys go support Tate Mayfair's because we need to get him over, over, over here. Need to get him booked. Wear those shows to your wear those shirts to your local shows so those promoters actually see see him and be like who the hell is this guy and why why are the fans wearing his wearing his stuff <laughs> my god that t-shirt looks so good how can i get one myself well com. Oh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right you know the drill drill to my regular my regular listeners but to if this is the first time you are listening to Gilmy Talks once again thank you but the Gilmy Talks 10 is just 10 either, either or questions that i randomly pick out and if and they're all sent in by you guys so if you want to add more to the list that i can ran, will randomly pick and i literally pick them out of a hat it's not it's not <laughs> fancy guys it's <laughs> so first one uh pants or shorts <laughs> yeah uh, what does it mean as in like oh uh, uh trousers, like trousers or uh long pants or short pants okay okay see as an englishman i'm thinking like it's asking about underwear do i wear white <laughs> i gotcha i gotcha yeah uh, um Oh, trousers yeah uh, yeah i don't get the pins out too much yeah trousers pants all right. <laughs> oh are you a shower or a bath guy oh uh m- mostly shower cold showers in the morning hot showers in the evening yeah i just wish i could take two showers two showers a day um <laughs> Is that you gotta find you gotta make the time, you know? But it's, oh, just getting home I, home getting home at 1 a.m. I don't want to wait want to wake up the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very uh very kind of you. Yeah. And if you really got the time, you know, after after if I've got the time and I've had a heavy weekend of shows, I've been you know taking a good beating, mind you, not as bad as my opponents. Uh I would try to take a, a a like Epsom salt bath, get some candles and get some nice like meditation music or video on and just just sit back for a bit. You know, it's good yeah. as well. Uh, decompression is something that people do not take enough time for because if you take ten minutes a day, you will find out you're not 
feeling as burnt out as you always are. And some people say that's a selfish thing, but it helps. It really does. Massively, massively. Yeah. We spoke on my journey a little bit before, and yeah. it's a big part of it as well. I, 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 um, I, I'll make the time to get up early and meditate first thing in the morning. And then also to go to sleep, I'll, I'll meditate in, into sleep. Um, it's hugely beneficial, I find, for the peace of mind and for focusing your energy on your goals and, and understanding what you're doing with your day and stuff. It's, I, I cannot praise it enough. Yeah, just like um, myself, uh, meditation is, I, if I don't meditate, I find I have nightmares. I just, yeah. my brain's overactive and this basically brings back every mistake I've ever made. So mm-hmm. I put myself in a calm state before bed and my lovely wife loves it that I can fall asleep in like five, five minutes. It pisses her right off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, would you consider yourself a night owl or an early riser? I think I, I see. I don't know if it's natural, if, if these are, if these are truly inbuilt or not um if it's just you know habitual whatever i but i tend to find that it's real easy for me to stay up late and i get like a second wind in doing so however by choice i choose i choose to be an early bird so i choose to go to bed about 10 and get up either at four or six between four or six depending on what i'm doing in the day but um so yeah, I choose to get up early. My natural inclination, given the giving myself the free will, is to is to get up late and party all night long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, contacts or glasses? Contact lenses. Yeah, yeah I can't. <laughs> I actually, so I've always yeah. I, I when did I start wearing? I started wearing them even younger, maybe twelve. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had glasses when I was a kid, and I didn't like people saying things, so I put contact lenses in, and um, I never looked back. And what, then one day I didn't actually bring them. One day I couldn't get them on in before school, and the kid who used to who used to bully me or say mean things, he he I remember he he said uh, I'd wear my glasses, and he and he was like, "Ha, ah, see, you're back wearing your glasses. No one's gonna love you now." Because I started to get girls and stuff like this, and he was like, "I know I was gonna like you now." And I said, "Fucking say that!" To me. And then he took a swing at me. I ducked under it and right hooked him and dropped him. And that, from that day, yep, he never said a word again. No, no, <laughs> because bullies are the guys who can't take a punch. I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got a gob on them, but if you hit them right there in the gob, then they tend to fall. Oh yeah, well, a nice. A nice quick jab stops a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, hot, sunny day, perfect beach weather. I'd say wonderful, 28 degrees, perfect hum- hum- humidity, or mm. perfect winter day. Like you got a, a light snowfall crunching under the feet. You just yeah. need a, you That's just need. Yep, you just need like a toque and a and a light coat coat to go out because UK guys are are also tough, kind of kind of kind of like us and see snow and they don't 
super bundle up like some of some of my my lovely american listeners do um oh, i don't think we're as hardcore as the canadians when it comes to snow, <laughs> like, i gotta say but no i'm taking the sun all day long all day long there's something nice though about the winter i won't say so, yeah, i won't i won't you know going for a good long walk or a hike in, in the winter and coming back into a country pub we have country pubs here and sitting by the fire and having a roast and a nice ale that is that is pretty hard to beat but given the two i'm sitting i'm sitting on the beach in the sun no doubt about it yeah uh reading or movies i'm not a great i'm not a great um can i go in the middle because yeah i'm not great i'm not a great uh like reader physically I, um and i never have the time to watch films but what I do love is books, and what I do do is audiobooks. Oh, yeah. That's my reading. So, yeah, uh, I do that. And I have it on doing my tasks, driving, even in the gym sometimes. I'll be like pumping iron. People think, oh, what's he listening to? No, I'm listening to some like crazy deep book about quantum physics or ancient history. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a physics guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it so so interesting and some people just have a natural well a natural thing with uh with that mm, the best ones do <laughs> yeah uh va- vampire or werewolf vampire no doubt about it they got style you know they do. I, like, I like the vampire style tend to always be portrayed dressed smart yeah yeah i like it i'm into it now this one will be fun. Hero or villain? Well, I let the fans decide that one, but they they tend to think I'm a villain. But I tell you what, you know, who said who said the fans were the right were right? You know, who 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 decided? Maybe the fans are the villain, and I'm actually the good guy. Maybe. In time, we will we will find out. You know, in time, we'll tell. They booed the Rock, yeah, before oh, the yeah. Rock became was champ. You know, they booed, they booed Muhammad Ali. They doubted Conor McGregor. It's just a matter of time till they all come to love, bow their knee, confess with their tongue that tightness is greatness. And I tell you what, on the twenty second of the second twenty two, it's a UK date, <laughs> so maybe for you it's the two of the twenty second of the two. 22nd, the 22nd of February, 2022, at 22 minutes past 22 UK time, I'm going to release a video and I'm going to share something with the people uh, exactly on that thing. So stay tuned. I don't, what time is that Canadian time? Do you know? Uh, it's a five hour difference. So 7.22. No, we're no, early. Five, maybe five. Yeah. 22 past 5 p.m. Yep. Just after you get out of work. Yep. There we <laughs> go. Now, do you prefer the couch or a recliner? The recliner. The recliner is nice. And last but not least, online shopper or the mall? Hmm. I'm still old school. I've got to say, obviously, I do my, my online shopping. Who doesn't? Sometimes it's a lot easier to do. But I still like to go to the uh, the shopping center, the mall, uh, 
and uh, be there physically. Browse it physically. Try it on. Chat to the people who work there. Yes, I'm old school like that. Yeah, I'm a I'm a talker. Wherever I go, I talk to people. So I, I also like the I love the experience of life. I don't like to yeah. just on the screen. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I love being home, but I'm not a homebody. I like going out. I like seeing people. Last two years have been interesting. <laughs> oh, oh. Haven't they? Oh, yeah. And, I don't know. And did you, did you, did, what did you go for for werewolf and, and vampire? Which one did you choose? Me? I am yeah. a vamp. I am a vampire guy. I, I am an Anne Rice freak. I actually collect uh, all of her first uh, prints. Like, yep. I have a. Uh, been great. I don't have an interview with a vampire first print edition. If anyone does, please message me. But I have from the vampire Lestat first edition all the way up. Wow. So, yep. <laughs> okay. He yeah. knows. Hey, I got a second print of interview with a vampire, but that's the best one I could I could find. Mm. So. Yeah, it's I love her uh, her story work. I find is brings the characters. She doesn't just make them monsters or this or that. They she actually made an entire universe, and I'm so looking forward to the upcoming show where she actually, her and her son Chris, um, actually wrote the entire synopsis. They're not writing the scripts, but before she passed, she was very hands on with that with that show. And I'm excited when when it'll have, it'll it'll come out because they're going to Lestat is going to look uh, very different than every other incarnation of the character before. But the heart's going to be there. He they're doing a modernized character, not out of the '80s or '90s. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to watch. Let's mm. see. <laughs> It, but on the other hand, it can be total trash. Who knows? <laughs> uh, you never know. You put your faith in these people and you don't know what you're going to get. But yeah, it's I find I find more when um, there are initial writers involved. The the product is always a little better. Mm. Like mm. Um, unless it's George Lucas and. Star Wars. <laughs> I was going to ask, but I thought I dare not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my lovely toys. <laughs> I, I do quite like, we're going off tangent here, but I do, yeah, quite, like, no. uh, I do quite like the, uh, the, 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 new, the new Star Wars. I know that there are, there, you know, there are things that are you know, not as it would or whatever, but. Uh, oh, the Mandalorian's the great, and is strong, but it's maybe it's not as deep as other people's. But like, I have mm-hmm. enjoyed, I I have continued to enjoy the films and the Mandalorian series. I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, it's I like, I like Star Wars. I will watch it all. I am a huge <laughs> fan. Yeah. There are some I enjoy more more than more than others. Like, um, out of all the all the new movies, I'm a huge Rogue One fan. I think that was the best of the new movies that they put out because it's modern and yet old school and they're they're still doing the it's still a Star Wars movie. It's not like um, I enjoyed the last three, 
I enjoyed the conclusion of the Skywalker saga, but when they're doing movies like Rogue One and Solo and just fantastic films with them, I'm looking, I can't help but compare the two. And why are this, why is this one so different than the Skywalker saga or, yeah. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Yeah. I be getting a lot more of them. So we should see oh, how it can. God, yeah, hope, hope so. Um, I want to see little guy. Yeah, right there. <laughs> if I do this, do. Aha. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm 41 years old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you don't need to grow up. Oh <laughs> uh, no, man. Keeps me. This kind, kind of, kind of stuff keeps me, keeps me young. So. Why well, you look so youthful? Yeah, but <laughs> I feel very tired. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But thank you. And Tate Mayfairs, I just want to say thank you very, very much for coming out on the show. It has been a blast. And truth be told, you are welcome back any anytime, dude. Um, I do multi-man shows, which I will try to get you in or, or involved in. And hopefully oh, wow. uh some of my promoter friends can 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 get you uh get you over here sooner than that uh, than up later, sir, because absolutely you're a great yeah. you're a great dude and you're great you're great you're great in the ring so thank you very and very much is greatness as well <laughs> i had to get it in oh yeah <laughs> you, brother thank you so much for having me you're a great dude and it's been a pleasure talking with you and thank you very very much hey guys thanks for listening all the way through i absolutely loved this interview i had so much fun talking to tate mayfairs and go follow him on all of his socials because i got that feeling this guy's going to blow up sooner than than later he's been all over the uk he has and once he gets a chance to come to north america i got that feeling he's going to blow up all all over the the independence i really really do he has that uh he has that little bit of a knack to him that it factor, that what I, that indescribable thing that you need to get over in in the wrestling business, and I really think that he has it. A uh, couple things, guys, go check out all the sponsors I mentioned at the beginning of the of the show. But if you want to help uh, the people of the Ukraine a little bit, go check out batsinthebelfryart.com because right now. Every little bit that counts. I just want to say thank you to Tate for coming on the show. It was a it was an absolute blast to have having him on. Doing the Gilme Talks 10, 10 with him was really really fun, and I love how it just went all over the place. Uh, March thirteenth, New Frontier Pro. Go check it out. I'm going to be there. Come up, say hi, because <laughs> I know a lot of my listeners are going to be at that show. And I just want to say thank you for listening. And the one one thing I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this week, just tell someone you love them. That's it. Plain, simple, and I will talk to you guys in a few days. I got a couple of drive, driving talks planned, so stay tuned for that. Thanks, see you guys.
Hey guys, sorry to interrupt this wonderful interview you are listening to, because you know what? You're listening to one of the podcasts from the OIW Podcast Network. And if you like this show, you know, like Gilmy Talks, Knights of the Squared Circle, Alliance Pro Wrestling Network, it's time to fight podcast, and that's my horrible impersonation of Matthew Terry, his show, he does that a lot better, Straight Talk Wrestling, MLW Rewind, Diary of a Wrestling Fan with Bill Chase, Wrestling with With the Johnners Podcast, Swa Wars Scumbags Podcast, Shooting Up North with Lewis Carlin, The PD Skills Show, Dill Mania, Good Brother Morning, Where Is My Mind, Count It Out with Mike and Tyler, Dark Side of the Elite, Chokeslam Report, Wrestling on the Rise, and so many more and more coming but you know what there's only one place you can find all these great shows that's www.oiwpodcastnetwork.com